on the program, we are talking about schmeckles, we're talking about sports and we're talking about locks, baby. Now here is your host, the one and only, We are back. We have a new name. We are called the LOL Show. But nothing has really changed. So I'm not going to change. I'm going to tell you what's going on right now. And that is that 10 foot is dominating the power rankings. But, but, did you know that there's another new person in the league named Joe Gabagool? And this Gabagool has got the most points in the entire league right now. Amazing. Booyah, big TDs and big ballers are accelerating bigly. I stand by that statement 100%. I didn't think any of them were going to crush this year. Big TDs going up to the different level. Booyah, probably paying attention even less now that he's in the farm. Big ballers, you know, lackluster first year. I could see him not trying, but they are crushing it right now. Bape started out 24th in the power rankings after the first week and somehow jumped up all the way to 10th with 156 points last week. Woo! That is insane. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I would call out Tutties. Poor Tutties. Goddamn, poor Tutties. I'm not 100% sure, but I think Tutties may have already been mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, and that would be sad as hell. Dude had Nick Chubb and Joe Burrow and decided to keep a tight end. Man, that is just a tough way to start your career here in the LOL. What's up? It's the LOL show. Welcome to you all. I appreciate all of you downloading, at least listening to the first couple of minutes. You know, that's all we really need. Just download, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, comment, rate download we don't need you to do much except for just those things so if you can do those things that would be amazing um and also we have one thing that's new well i should say we have two things that are new we have a new name we're going to call ourselves the lol show now and we also have a new phone number because little did i know if you just ignore a google number for long enough they will take it away from you they will just take it away from you so our new number is 407-900-5305 Write that down, 407-900-5305. Obviously, this is the first time that you're hearing the phone number, so I don't have any voicemails this week, but I completely expect to have a shitload of voicemails from you next week. And I'm going to be so excited to play all of them because it will mean I have to prepare for the show less, less than I did this week. And when I say I prepared, I didn't really prepare that much. But all right, folks, let's get into it. Let's take this train All the way back to the Genesis, the Big Bang of the LOL. Picture this. The year was 2008. A guy named Obama, well, Barack Obama, to be respectful, was about to be elected for the first time. The first iPhone was less than a year old, and the humble beginnings of what would become this epic league were just starting to sprout. You see, it all began right here in the Sunshine State. You probably didn't know this, but I'm talking to you from Orlando. But it started with a group of people hailing from Full Sail University. Among them, my brother, high decibels, the memories. But this wasn't your regular group of classmates, no. This was a motley crew of football enthusiasts with a shared dream. 
to create a fantasy league like no other. Our version of fantasy football was always meant to be more than just a pastime. It was to be a symbol of our camaraderie, a testament to our collective grit, even if it was fake grit, and our shared love for the game. But most importantly, it was meant to be a community. The early years were the building blocks, the foundation. We held our first draft, I shit you not, in a tiny living room in an apartment with ultra-low ceilings. We packed in all these 20-some-year-olds into this tiny living room apartment. It was raw and intense and chaotic, but it was ours. We had our inside jokes, our trash talk, and we had each other. And it was in that fertile ground that the first seed of the LOL was sown, and boy, did it sprout. Soon, we weren't confined to Orlando or even Florida. No, the LOL was starting to gain traction. We started reaching out to new places, drawing in enthusiasts from all corners. Sort of because they left from here and went there, but either way, we became international. With teams sprouting in London, down under in Australia, and all across the United States. Over the years, the LOL evolved, taking on a life of its own. We pioneered a unique system, combining the thrill of promotion and relegation with a gamut of side games that keeps everyone on their toes. The LOL became a stage where the ordinary became extraordinary, where the predictable became unpredictable, where the simple became profound and overly complicated, admittedly. We've got history, folks. 15 seasons of it. 15 seasons of victories and losses. Debates and agreements, friendships and rivalries, and it all began with a simple dream in a small, small living room with ceilings so low that Kyler Murley would have to duck. And here we are today, carrying forward that dream and a legacy in another small closet-like room, echoing those early beginnings. So here's to us, to the LOL, and to the journey that's brought us here. To the battles that we've fought, the victories we've celebrated, and the losses we've mourned, and most importantly, to the community that we have built. Because at the end of the day, we're more than a league, we are a family. That's cheesy. But you know what? It, I'm going to be cheesy one time. That's it. That's all you get, is the one cheesy bit from me is that, all right? And I can't be cheesy anymore. That's all I'm going to give you, is that little bit of cheesiness. I can already tell this is going to be difficult being by myself, but I'm going to try my best. And that's all I can promise to any of you is that I'm going to try my best, at least for this week. Next week, I really can't promise about anything. And all right. Regardless, this week, we do have a great show for you. And I don't want you to forget that you can be part of it. Leave us a voicemail, 407-900-5305. And we will be right back with more LOL Show. There really is a Kentucky Fried Chicken School. Yep, today we're making the Colonel's original recipe. Uh, what have you learned? Fresh chicken makes the best chicken. And that we use 11 herbs and spices. Oh, but that's the Colonel's secret. And special pressure cooking. <laughs> so it's always tender and juicy. Looks like you've learned to make great chicken. Only way to serve our customers right. It's so nice, nice to live. So good about a meal. So good about Kentucky Fried Chicken. Too hard, you ate too much. The cheesecake made you greedy. Let your aching head and stomach hear this message from Old Speedy. Alka Seltzer 
Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Ah, those speedy Alka-Seltzer bubbles burst into action to relieve your upset stomach and aching head fast. It was only as directed. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. Welcome back. It's the LOL show. And this week we've got a couple of topics for you. And primarily, you know, this show is going to act as a forward looking thing. We're going to be, you know, picking games, making bets forward looking. But at the same time, there's a certain amount of this that probably needs to be me explaining things that we've done for a very long time. And sometimes it's cool to like relive where things came from, where these ideas came from, and some of their origins are kind of cool. But also at this point, they're kind of necessary because when we sign these new people up, you get an account on leagueoflevels.com and it's intimidating, I guess would be the word. When you log in at the first time, you're like, what the hell did I just get myself into? Similarly to when you, I guess you play fantasy football for the first time and you log into that CBS account and you see... 5 million hyperlinks to every possible angle of fantasy football that you can imagine. And that is just the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg, right? And then you just start getting into it more and more and you realize that you're actually in way over your head and it's way more than you ever thought it could be. And it's probably something that you're not going to be into in the future and you get scared and you run away, right? And we, we don't want that to happen with people here in the LOL. We don't want people to get scared and run away when they see all this stuff. And I'm happy to report that we are in week three right now and no one has run away yet, right? None of the new people have run away. I should clarify. <laughs> None of the new people have run away because I hope that we've got a lot of communication. We use Slack a lot. We use a lot of email. I'm communicating a lot. But regardless of how much I communicate, I'm sure when you heard the word schmeckles for the first time, you were like, what? Like you've heard of fab before, but have you heard of Schmeckles? No, I haven't heard of Schmeckles, but I can't wait to find out what that means. Can't wait. Schmeckles are, well, obviously they are the league currency, right? That's kind of like on surface level. You can kind of deduce that from how we talk about Schmeckles. You want them, you earn them, you spend them. That sounds like a currency to me, right? And that's, for all intents and purposes, that's what it is right? The Schmeckles are a currency, but where did it come from? Why do we do that? Well, for those that are new here, and by new, I mean probably within the last five years, four years, maybe something around there, we, before Schmeckles, we used to have a different currency. I don't even know if some of you OGs remember, but the balls themselves were the currency. The balls were the currency, just like the bones are the money. The balls are the currency, right? And we would give extra balls. And when I say balls, just, you know, in parentheses, I'm saying lottery balls for next year, right? So you're earning next year's lottery balls as you do things this year. That was the original concept. And then we thought, well, there are things that you could do that you should probably be awarded less than a ball, but nobody wanted a fraction of a ball. No one wanted the Lance Armstrong situation. So we didn't. We made something else. We had Balls, those were basically what we knew of as the dollar bills, and we wanted to make a, a penny version, right? And that is what the Schmeckle is. One ball equals 2,500 Schmeckles, right? Easy enough. So we have Schmeckle Day now, 
And Schmeckled Day happens the day after the lottery. And what that basically is, it, it is the equivalent to the Monopoly passing go collecting $200 move along, right? So when you collect 5,000 Schmeckles on your first Schmeckled Day, the intent of that from the LOL to you is that you use those 5,000 Schmeckles to buy yourself two balls next year. For 364 days from then, you could then use that, that amount of Schmeckles to get yourself two shiny lottery balls to toss them into the hopper and maybe win yourself a nice draft spot. That's the intent. But 364 days is a long ass time, right? So obviously, just like when you put your money into a savings account and the bank takes that cash and gambles it on the market, you can do the same thing here, right? So you can take these schmeckles, the 5,000 that you're awarded initially, and you can gamble those things. And there are so many different ways to gamble. But before we get to that, the last thing I would say is that the schmeckle balance is now an awardable thing. I probably should have printed this out, but this year we have new amendments in the Constitution that means that there is a sports book champ that will be crowned and that will be a, there will be a, a Schmeckle champion. All these different things that will actually award you even more Schmeckles. So that's the point. And then the fact that we also now have a secondary lottery that you can enter to leapfrog yourself right into the Omega level. And I am, I'm saying words that I have not explained on the podcast yet. Hand up, fully admit that you probably aren't following along fully yet. I get it. But the Schmeckles are everywhere. It is the lifeblood of the LOL. It is in everything. Whenever you win something, you're probably winning Schmeckles because then you can use those Schmeckles for different things. You can even include Schmeckles in trades. If you want to trade someone a player for another player and they say, no, I don't like the value, give me something else. Instead of trying to give them a better player, maybe throw in 5,000 Schmeckles. Maybe throw in 10,000 Schmeckles. Sweeten the pot. It's not that complicated. It's a currency like anything else. Now, this currency can only really be used on leagueoflevels.com. Also on leagueoflevels.com is a little thing that we like to call the sports book. And the sports book doesn't really need any explanation. Everyone has seen a sports book before. It really isn't any different than that. In fact, we're still missing a few features that typical sports books have. So this is a very basic sports book, the most basic that you'll find. What is in this sports book and how does it work? Everything is in this sports book. We are including games from all levels. Temporarily, Omega is not in the sports book. Different issue altogether. Cup matchups, same level matchups, farm level matchups, and most popularly, NFL matchups. You can gamble. I like to hit the air horn every time I say gamble. You can gamble schmeckles on NFL games or LOL games. Either way you want to do it, you can gamble them, spread, money line, over, under, prop bets sometimes when I've got enough time to put them in there. Keep an eye on holiday times, all right? In primetime games that are popular, you're probably going to see some prop bets pop up. Look for those. These are all ways to increase your Schmeckle amount, which means you're increasing your chance of next year's lottery 
for your level or for the Omega Lottery or for trades or for something in the future that maybe you're allowed to purchase with Schmeckles. I'm telling you, you should bet on the a future of Schmeckles. The LOL is built on Schmeckles and they will continue to become more and more important. So I suggest that everyone invest some time in their Schmeckle wallet, in their sack. You gotta make sure that you've got a good balance. I'm currently fucked. If you've got too many Schmeckles, please send me some right now. The biggest place that you can make and lose Schmeckles is the sports book. The sports book opens every Wednesday morning at 930. You're going to find all the games in there. The initial lines at Wednesday, 930. That's going to be up to date from, if you're curious, we use the FanDuel Sportsbook as our back end for the NFL matchups. And we actually have all the LOL matchups in there with projections. So you can bet on those against the spread, against the money line, against an over-under. It might seem a little different. It might almost look like a crazy basketball over-under because our scores are so high. But it's all mathematically based on what the CBS projections are. All right. And the one last thing I'll mention about the sports book, because for new people, you might be like, hey, why the fuck can I gamble on? Oh, wait, I said gamble again. Why can't I gamble on this game? And the reason is any LOL game gets to the point where one person has a 70 percent chance to win. Boom, off the book. And the reason for that is there's a delay. All right, there's a delay between something happening and the fantasy score updating on CBS. And then there's another delay between it updating on CBS and then updating on the LOL site. So between those two delays, there's a window of opportunity where someone could technically cash or purchase and cash a winning ticket all within uh, one minute, right? So that's an easy way to game the system. So we just cut it off 70%. You can't gamble on this game anymore. Now, if it comes back down... It's going to pop right back up on the sports book and you'll be able to jump on it from there. But that eliminates anyone gaming the system. And there still is, you know, if you see those things happen, you still have that time delay to jump on something before it updates. But it won't be a for sure thing, right? Even if it goes from like, oh, they had a 69% chance of winning and I'm going to put some money on it as soon as someone scores a touchdown, it's only going to shift it to like, a 70 some chance to win, you know, you're still taking a risk. At least it's not a for sure ticket. So that's the point. Speaking of for sure tickets, gambling <laughs> without a worry. The last topic today, locks. A lot of locks have been happening. They're so hot right now. It is actually, it is so hot right now where I'm recording that I'm recording this in like, the mud room to try and stay away from uh, the kids and everything. And there's no air conditioning in here. I'm dying. This is a horrible decision. But speaking of horrible decisions, a lot of you, three of you, I know for sure made horrible decisions last week when you wasted your lock in week two. Now there are multiple others that, that did it correctly and won their lock, but three of you have already burned it. Maybe more. I think a couple did in week one. What is a lock? A lock is a free bet, but only on yourself, right? So if you have a matchup this week, and I'll give you the biggest scenario here where if you're an Omega team and you're a farm team or you're Omega and same level team, you could have three matchups in your, your lock drop down. And you're only going to see this before 
any of the matchups has any player play. As soon as any player starts playing, that matchup is off the table. There's no 70% window, none of that. It's before anyone plays only. You can only lock another team before anyone plays. So if you're trying to lock this week, or I guess I should say next week, you need to do this before Thursday night football, in all likelihood. You'll be able to choose from your matchups, and everyone starts the year with one lock. So let's say you place a lock. You place a lock on your opponent and it immediately submits a bet on the sports book without taking Schmeckles out of your pocket. So you're initially going to get a free 2,500, I think. It's a 2,500 Schmeckle bet straight up against your opponent. No spread, no money line, no over under, no nothing, straight up. So if you win your lock, you're going to make 5,000. If you lose your lock, you also lose your lock and you only have the one. Now, you could probably buy one from someone for Schmeckles and we will transfer that over. If someone wants to put a put a lock up for a certain amount of Schmeckles, you can. But think it is a free twenty five hundred Schmeckle bet. So start there with the prices, because after that, let's say that you won the lock. You get to keep your lock for the next week. Or whenever you want to use it again, you can just put it back in your pocket. You can make that choice later. Let's say that you decide to lay the lock down on another opponent, whether it's the next week or three weeks from then. You have now started a lock chain. And a lock chain is going to boost your money line. So that free 2500 straight up bet now becomes a 2500 Schmeckle bet with plus 125 odds. So you are going to increase your payout, I believe, and I don't have it in front of me right now. Don't don't quote me on this, but I know you're going to, it's going to be like 5,500. So every time you do it, you're going to increase that money line and that lock is going to become more and more valuable. But as soon as you lose, the chain is broken. And you cannot start it again. You have to start over again from the beginning once you have broken the lock chain. And that covers the main three topics I wanted to get through today. Schmeckles, sportsbook, locks. Amazing stuff. And those things right there, I wanted to start with those on the show because I really do think it defines us a bit. The Schmeckle thing for sure. The sportsbook thing has become more popular than ever. I don't know if anyone realized how many of you actually participated in the first week on the sportsbook, but it was nearly everyone. Nearly everyone decided to, to participate in the sportsbook. Thank you for that. And again, take it seriously because these schmeckles are going to be useful in more and more ways. As more of us use the sportsbook, use the locks, use these side games to start amassing additional schmeckles, they're going to start voting yes for these proposals that make it where you could potentially purchase additional fab, right? I could see Schmeckles eventually affecting the actual fantasy game, not just the future lottery and whatnot. Now, final topic of the meat of the show today is a cup date. Wanted to give a quick cup date, you know. The cup is, is awesome. We're going to go over the cup probably in a, in a future episode, but right now I'll just give you the, the cliff notes. It's a tournament between levels, and the winner of this tournament can qualify for the Omega level. Free. Boom. You're in. 
And also, we've been doing this tournament for like five years now, and it's kind of important to win. I think it's something that should be done. Um, and there's also another thing that we'll get into with the Omega level where there's this whole prophecy thing. And if someone eventually wins their own level and the cup and the Omega level, a whole thing happens. Hopefully it's better than the final season of Game of Thrones. I think it will be. But we just finished last week with the initial round of the cup. Now, the initial round is mostly just the new people, right? Uh, and whoever was really bad last year. No offense. Holding court. Of those people, I think it was holding court who advanced. Golf claps. And Joe Gabagool. Talked about him at the top. Most points in the LOL. He gets to go up against Terrible Tally in the cup. The next matchup I'm looking at on my list, we're going to get Sacks in the City versus Proper Football. And Proper Football is just a mess right now. And I mean that with all the love and respect in the world. Oh, my. The Nick Chubb thing, The it just seems like we are in disarray in Proper Football land right now. But his Omega team, I think, Toxic Hollow, just beat me. Motherfucker. Coheeds versus Bapes. Coheeds versus Bapes. That's another cross level right there. Um, all of these so far cross levels. Uh, Coheeds versus Bapes. I got to give the nod to Bapes right now. After last week, man. Wow. Wow. Now, I should say before I give you the last three matchups here, this round of the cup is three week aggregates. That means we're talking weeks three, four, and five. Add it up. And then see who scored the most. So if you don't do that well this week, don't worry. It's only the first leg. You're going to get two more legs in this round to get it together. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to need to score 300 points. You're going to need to score 300 points in three weeks to move on to the next round. Unless you're lucky. If you score under 300 in three weeks, you're lucky if you move on. Next matchup, Nukem versus Booyah. Booyah, new to the farm. Nukem, new to the farm last year. I am going to say that Booyah probably pulls this one out, but that's just based on recency bias and the fact that you're about to hear an interview from him. I love the guy. Blitzed versus AOL for life. That should be... I don't really know. Honestly, I would be completely guessing if I said I knew. I don't I don't have rosters in front of me. I, I'm trying to do the show this year with no computer. I feel like I'm going to have a better connection with you guys, the listeners, if I don't have a screen in front of me. And I'll, all I'm just basing it on history. I don't even know who's on their team, Blitz versus AOL. You know what? I think this whole uh, Merrick Garland thing is going to be a distraction for AOL. So I, in the next three weeks, I'm going to say Blitz scores more points. That's just um, That's just me. That's a personal opinion. I don't know. Fornicators versus holding court. Fornicators is always strong on the sports book. Actual fantasy is hit or miss. Let's be honest, Caters. Actual fantasy hit or miss. Sports book, home run. If I'm if I'm guessing here, based on history, Caters will pull this out. Now I think I just blew right through the first couple. If I'm going to pick games here, I'm going to say three weeks of Gabagool versus Tally. I'm going to give it to Gabagool. He's got the roster. He does. Uh, and sacks in the city versus proper football. I think I said sacks already proper. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. So if I'm picking the six, I'm going Gabagool, sacks, Bapes, Booyah, Blitzed, Caters. That's my, that's my cup date. That's my cup prediction. 
And uh, yeah, I think you guys should check that out. It's all on the website. You can go check that out. Uh, the whole bracket. It's actually like a wild bracket. So I recommend that you check it out. Um, so anyways, I wanted to, uh, to give you that cup date, let you know it's coming. A lot of you actually haven't started in the cup yet, right? You'll actually have the next round, a bunch more teams enter. I think that's it. That's the final round where teams enter. So another eight of us or so, or 10 of us are going to enter in, in a couple of weeks. We're going to keep an update on this, on these six matchups right here every week. We're going to let you know what's going on now. All right, scumbags. I have a fantastic interview for you today. With none other than Booyah, and you're not going to want to miss it. And don't forget to leave a voicemail, 407-900-5305, and we will be right back with more LOL Show. If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's Car. Bad deal. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your tray. Bring your tire. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Because at Big Bill Hell, you're fucked six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of challenge pissing. That's right. Challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's cars. All the more filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. All right, we are back. It's the LOL show, and it's that time of the show where we're going to get into our amazing, awesome, special interview with a special guest. It's an original OG, LOLer, same level OG since the beginning. Say hello to our friend and the best player in the world. Booyah. Welcome to the show. All right. All right. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Booyah is on the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I, you know, I've been wanting to do the podcast again for a while, and you're one <laughs> of the reasons because I feel like the podcast can be a way for us to reach out to those people who don't necessarily open Slack all the time or necessarily set their lineups when they're in the AOL tournament, those sorts of things. Like people might hear some sure. stuff over the podcast, right? Perfect, perfect candidate. You are a perfect candidate. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that for a little bit. So, so last year you were in the same level, right? Just like I, I mentioned yep. in the introduction, you were an OG same level participant since 2008. So I don't know if you knew that. It's been that from long. From the get. Yeah. From the get. And you, it's always been a joke that, you know, Booyah is the least attentive and the least, you know, connected to the league. He does his own thing, which we'll get into a little bit later. But how did it feel when you finally found out? Because I think you found out like after it happened. But how did you feel when you found out that you were actually relegated to the farm? Oh, my God. I was super angry. <laughs> I uh, Well, you know, because also, you know, I pay attention to everything, you know. Sure. And very, very attentive. So, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's the playoffs. I'm not in the playoffs. I think I, had, I was in 10th. 
Right. You know, but I, I totally forgot about, oh, I still need to play out so that I don't <laughs> so, go into the farm. So hold on. You forgot about relegation completely. Completely. Okay. I mean, there's just too much going on. There we is... have a website. Yeah. There's schmeckles. There's fucking all this shit. Um, and it's uh, it's just a lot. I uh, You know, and I'm in, you know, obviously I love fantasy football, so I'm in two other leagues. It's my brain can't handle. I get it. I get it. But the, obviously, you knew once you finally found out that you were being relegated, then I'm assuming you pulled up the app. What the hell happened? You already knew that multiple times before you were relegated, you actually you got lineup strike. You know, you were you were not setting a lineup fully and you were starting people on bye weeks. So you were too busy to do the lineup thing, which put you in the position where you were up against proper football in the final AOL. I think it was the final final. And DeMar Hamlin happened. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was down, I think, 14 points. Uh, Yeah. And you had Stefan Diggs or someone, right? And Stefan Diggs, my number one player, to go. And I didn't get to play him. Like, that's wild. Right. Wild. So, So he... Proper technically won on a technicality, and that is what it is. He decided to to not give you, you know, a gentleman's rematch in the playoffs when there actually was a rematch between those teams, and DeMar Hamlin wasn't actually dead this time, and they played it out. You still would have lost if he had done that, so there is some solace in that, that even if it had played out later on, you you wouldn't have won. But then you were entered into the farm level, and you you initially were reluctant. Yes. Yeah. I assume it's I'm, because you didn't know anything about it. You you forgot about relegation, so you were reluctant to enter a league you knew nothing about? No, I I totally no, I remember <laughs> that part. You know, I know if I, if you're if you're last in the same level then you go to the farm, you know? But I think I was just more upset about that game with DeMar Hamlin, you know, thank thank God he's all right, you know. Sure. But I was like, yo, just you know, okay, he's you know, let's take care of that guy but then how do i not get to play my best player you know so yeah i was upset about that and then um and then you were upset about the the entry level of the fee right you you thought that that was way too low you're like what are we even doing it was way too low i'm like shit what are we playing with a bunch of college kids fuck me sideways you know i'm uh i'm a true degenerate gambler so it's all about the money Let's boost it up. Even yeah, though, it's all about the money. Even though you never won any money, it's all about the money. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. I never won any money in the same level, but I won, okay? <laughs> well, all right, yeah. So that doesn't count. Uh, that doesn't count towards your career stats on this show. Uh, so let's get no, into my your... career stats, yeah, are fucking... Mediocre. I think it's my name. I think it's my name, Booyah. <laughs> I think it's put a curse over my head. And I need to change it. It could be. It could be. Uh, but it also could just be, you know, lack of attention. It could so, be me. It could be me. But let's not say it's me. You know, that's not fun. So let's look at, uh, I got. I did a printout. I got some paper here. And I have, uh, I have some information on your team. First of all, I will give you a little bit of respect because we can make fun of you all you want. But guess who's in first place right now on the farm? Let's go, baby! Booyah, four and zero, right? I think in the farm, uh, and you are at the top Correct. of the standings. Uh, you're really high up there on the power rankings. I didn't print that out yet, but you are doing really well. 
whether or not it's luck or whatever, that'll play itself out. But looking at who you kept, let's start with who you kept this year. And you started with the first round keeper of Tyreek Hill. What do you think yep. so far about Tyreek? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I think he chilled a little bit week two, but I mean, he's Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's, you know, he, he comes through every season. I don't think he's had a. It has been amazing. That, you know, knock on wood. Let me not fuck this up. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he's never disappointed. So it's been a very impressive start for Tyreek Hill. It's been an impressive start for the Dolphins in general. I think if Tua stays yeah, up, Tyreek is going to be 2,000 yards. You know, I think it's something that is in the realm of possibilities for him. That's a great keeper, regardless of the first round value. I think Tyreek equals for first round value. So that's fine. Do you know who you kept otherwise? <laughs> yeah, I kept Gino and uh yes. yeah, I did I didn't need to do that. Especially so, because so <laughs> so this is hilarious cuz when we were drafting, I actually ended up going to the beach. So I was like, "You know what? I'm going to pick a couple of my first few players and then I went on auto draft." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I didn't real I didn't and so I was on auto draft for a little bit, but I came back to see where it was at. <laughs> didn't look at who auto draft picked up, and I ended up with I think at that time I had four QBs. <laughs> at least, yeah. I know you had I know you had at least three because you had Aaron. No, Rogers. no, no. I had four. Okay. I had Rogers. I had Rogers, Goff, uh, Gino, and uh, Jalen. That's right. You actually picked Jalen earlier. So that's who you're actually rolling with now. So you have Jalen Hurts. You were technically the one in the farm that lost Aaron Rodgers. But for you, like we just talked about, it didn't really matter because you were QB heavy. You know, it's almost like danger crazy left with the QB madness to the same level. And you brought it right back to us. Whether or not it was auto drafted <laughs> does not matter. So you have Geno yep. Smith. You had. Do you still have Aaron Rodgers on your roster? I feel like you have some cleaning up to do. Um, but that no uh, way no, yeah he's gone he's, he's gone okay gone. I, mean, I was just looking at your draft then so yeah so you've got and you, <laughs> you you did go early on the Eagles defense so is that a strategy for you are you always someone that's looking for a defense in like the eighth round um no that was I believe that was auto another auto okay this is a very interesting but do, conversation I, where <laughs> but I will say that I I think I do like to pick a I don't know I I, I uh, I go. I got two different thoughts on it. I, I I like to pick like a good defense, but there's another part of my brain that thinks you should just go week to week on good matchups. For sure. But, you you strike me as the type of guy that that drafts a starting lineup, and that that is that is a strategy, you know. And they, they, people do that. And you know what? So far, it's not the worst. The Eagles have been really good on defense. They're you know I don't I don't think they're lighting the world on fire, but that's not a horrible pick. I, it's just interesting. You've got a, a crazy lineup with Tyreek, Amon Rossi Brown, Jalen Hurts, and then you went with uh, James Cook, DeAndre Swift, Dalvin Cook as like the, the running back uh, <laughs> carriage for you. So I think that's also yeah. with DeAndre Swift kind of coming alive last week. Uh, who knows? But Dalvin Cook, I think, might end up cooking you because of the Jets situation in Aaron Rodgers. So you invested heavily in them. I hope that your 4 and 0 or your your top of the leading uh leaderboard withstands. I hope you continue to do well, but I don't know. I don't know if I were betting, I would say no. Um <laughs> let's get into some questions. Yeah, I think yeah. 
I got 15 questions for you, all right? And these questions are going to be rapid fire, and I'd like you to answer. Some of them, you know, you might have to you might have to elaborate a little bit, but for the most part, these can be rapid fire answers, all right? Are you ready? All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, first one is, is a little bit more drawn out. What is the secret sauce behind your first place performance in the farm level? What would you attribute to your success? Um... I don't know. I think uh, I think it's going with players that um, I've had in the past that have uh, just been very consistent. Actually, no, it's uh, <laughs> just complete luck. That's what it is. All right. So if your uh, fantasy awesome. team had a theme song, what would it be? If my fantasy team had a God. I don't know. Rapid fire, booyah. Jesus, that's so hard. I, I just pick one song out of fucking... What would Booyah's fantasy theme song be? Um, <laughs> that's, that's a... Can we go back to that one? Can, we, can you edit it? The correct answer <laughs> is the thong song, actually. All right, so the next question would be... <laughs> we kind of already talked about this a little bit already, but losing Aaron Rodgers early in the season was tough. Did you cry? Uh, no, but I feel awful for Jets fans. I actually was at that game. Um, and uh, man, you could just hear the whole stadium just go quiet. It, it was. It, All right. We'll give you the, we'll give you the correct game. answer. You actually went to a Jets game. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you should really post that on Slack. That would have gotten a lot of traction. So next question. If you had to choose between pizza or bagels, which one is the ultimate New York food? Oh, God damn it. Um, Gotta go with pizza. I love bagels, though. All right. I'm with you on that. Anywhere I go, I'm looking for New York-style pizza, not bagels. So that's the correct answer. Uh, what's your favorite memory from the LOL? Oh, man. Uh, I think when we all took a trip to uh, Ocean City, that's easy. That is. Yeah, that's an easy answer. That should be the answer for almost that's, everyone. If anyone else says anything else, it's because they weren't uh, they're brand new. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> Do you have any unique superstitions or rituals for setting your lineup every week? Um, no, I feel like I should, but I don't No. That's actually wrong. The correct answer is that you don't set your lineup every week. Sorry, I just, do set my I'm just lineup. looking. I, do. I listen. The answers are printed out. No way. I don't know. Okay, listen. Pancakes yeah, or waffles? Broken. You need to check it. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes or waffles? Uh, I'll go uh, waffles. I'm with you on that. It just holds the yep. syrup better, you know, and it doesn't get as soggy because yeah. they're almost a little crispy on the outside. Yeah, it's just satisfying filling those squares, you know? In your opinion, who has been the most surprising player on your fantasy team this season? On my team? Um, good God. I don't like these questions. Um, <laughs> hold on. Give me one second. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I guess James Cook. James Cook. No, 
I'm sorry. It's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You can't be more surprising than four plays into the season. Like that was an easy answer. You could have answered that very quickly. This is, you know, yeah, you're barely getting any of these right. All right. If you could swap one player on your fantasy team with any other NFL player, who would it be? I could swap any of my players. If everyone else was a free agent, what would your first move be? Oh, I would, God, I'd easily get rid of uh, Gus Edwards or Dalvin. Yeah. We're looking for an ad. Who would you be adding? Obviously, you could drop anyone. That's an easy answer. But who would you add in that situation? Everyone else is available. One move. Um, I think I would go with... Um, I don't know, like Justin Jefferson. <laughs> All right, that, you know what? I he's on my team, so I would give you credit on that one. So, uh, you currently work at the Comedy Cellar, right? Yep. All right. So this uh, good. I did. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. You've been doing that for a while now. If you quite some time. If you had to draft a fantasy football team of just stand-up comedians, who would be your top three picks? Oh, man. Uh, That's not hard. Uh, Andrew Schultz. I would go... I'm going with comedians, too, that um, obviously they've got, like, very big followings, but um, not anyone, like... I'm not going, like, Dave Chappelle or something like that. Uh, Okay, so Andrew Schultz. I'll go Shane Gillis. And um, I said that's not hard, and now I'm blanking. Oh, I love Dan Soder. I'm sorry, we were looking for Gallagher. Gallagher was the answer, but uh, but all right, all right. I I like a guy that smashes melons. <laughs> that's awesome. What's the key to a successful fantasy football draft, in your opinion? Uh, I can't answer that because I haven't won yet in our league. So. That's right. You can't answer that. All right. Beach vacation or mountain <laughs> retreat? Beach. Beach vacation. Love the water. All day, beach vacation. No one should want to be cold ever. No. What's your go-to snack all. or meal when you're watching the NFL? Snacks? Man, I love snacks. God, I remember when uh, I lived in Florida, my fat ass would um, you get some cookie dough uh-huh. and you bake some cookies, you get some ice cream and you make your own ice cream cookie sandwich. I say I would say that's pretty fucking That's wonderful. pretty good. I'll give you credit on that one. And then you shouted out Florida. You just wanted me to hit the ding. <laughs> I asked you this already, but I'm going to ask you again in, in, in one sentence, describe the feeling of being relegated, but then dominating the farm. Um, being relegated sucks. Cause even though you agree to it, you're, you know, and there's a few of us that have been relegated. So there's not, it's not all strangers, but it's more fun to play with people you know, and you know, I'd say talk shit with, but I don't even do that anymore. That's fair. You definitely, you don't. And you know what? You might be really good at it because you're always at a comedy club. You'd be picking up all these different insults and throwing them. You should really hop on Slack more. You're going to love the farm. 
<laughs> it's actually a, I think it's a curse. It's a lifelong curse of mine. I'm not, if I start talking shit, um, I lose, but I've been losing the whole time. So maybe I should start talking shit because uh, it doesn't matter. Final question. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? Hot dog a sandwich or not? I'm going to go no. That's right. I if, I think it's actually closer to a taco. Uh, but anyway, so the yeah. next part of our <laughs> little interview here, the final part, is this is something that this is the first episode of the podcast return. And something I'd like to do on in these interviews each week is that each of us is going to pick three bets on the sports book. And we're going to do two against the spread and one against the total. And we're going to go head to head. And then it's going to be me against all of the interviewees throughout the year. And we're going to see who wins. So I want you to hit me with your first pick of the week, your first spread pick of the week. Okay. Going against the spread. I'm going to go with Rams against Bengals. Um, do you want me to explain? Or Are you, you just, no, no. Yeah. I, do you mean you're picking the Rams against the Bengals? Yep. Okay. Splash. Rams, and that's against the spread. <laughs> All right. My first spread is going to be Patriots minus two and a half against your favorite team, the Jets. And I think that's an easy one now that your man Aaron Rodgers is gone. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they're 0-2, and, and I can't imagine Bill Belichick going 0-3. I like that. Highly doubt it, yeah. All right, so give me your second spread pick. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Steelers, Steelers over the Raiders. What's the spread on that one? Plus two and a half. Plus two. Splash. That is appropriate now for Steelers pick. All right. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles minus five and a half. That's a Monday night football game. I think they keep it rolling. Uh, yeah, for sure. I love these picks. I'm going favorites patriots and eagles for my two picks what is your over under pick all right i'm gonna for the under i'm gonna go i'm gonna go texans jaguars under texans, 43 and jaguars, a half splash i like that i like that i i was looking at that one because i don't think the texans are going to be good for the points the jags might be good but i think they're going to get shut down the texans are that's not a bad pick. Mine, I'm going to go with the Patriots game again. Even though the total is only 37, I don't think the Jets score. I think the Jets score less than 10 points, and it's easy under. We're going Patriots under 37. So, booyah. I appreciate you spending some time with us today, and uh, I wish you the best of luck in your fantasy season. Do you have anything else to say to the whole LOL before we get out of here? Hey, uh, you know, uh, just uh, good luck, you suckers. I'm going to whoop that ass. This is going to continue and uh, can't wait to be back in the same level next year. <laughs> can't wait. Thank you so much, Booyah. I will talk to you soon. Hail to the higher level, man. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Yeah, we're back. We're back. All right, everybody. That was a crazy show. I think, uh, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit when I say crazy. I'm trying to make it sound crazier than it actually was. For sure, it wasn't just me talking to you from a closet, basically. And that's that's kind of the truth of the matter here. You know, I think we were just kind of hanging out this week. Uh, but it is now Thursday night. Thursday night. I, I, I recorded this throughout the week. And 
last time we did the podcast, I kind of had to do it in like all at once, right? I had to kind of find the time to to put it all together all at once from the beginning intro, whether it was a cold open all the way through the outro. We had to do it all in one take, one take Dilla. And uh, man, I think that's kind of what drove me away from it a little bit was that it was more performative. It was more, you better have all your ducks in a row in advance. It was much harder to have guests on the show because we'd have to try and patch them in live and they'd have to be available at a certain time. And yeah, this is a little more comfortable. So what I'm going to be able to do for you guys every week, hopefully, we're going to have a main topic, maybe a couple. Like today, we talked about speckles. We talked about the sports book. We talked about locks. Uh, uh, every week, I'm also going to bring you at least one interview, maybe two. We have a lot of people to get through this year. I'd like to be able to interview everyone. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it in a relevant way where, let's say, somebody pops off for the weekend and I get them on the podcast a couple days later. That would be ideal, right? But I think... I think most of you will agree it was a great get to get Booyah on the show as the first guest, right? I mean, like, everybody would love to have that guy on their show. Again, I'm exaggerating. I'm just filling time here. Let's be real. It's We just put this together because Smoking Blunts wanted us to do the show again, you know? So I'm sitting here Thursday night. Ah, Lagunitas. Lagunitas daytime, even though it's nighttime. You know, so I plan on dropping this tomorrow morning. You guys, you'll find it in your podcast app. You're going to be like, holy shit, he did it. He brought the show back. And you know what? We did it. Because I don't think I would have done it if you guys weren't bitching about it. You were bitching about it. So before we get out of here today, I just have a couple of other notes. As the week was progressing, obviously things happen in the LOL. I mean, we talked about those three things today, but there is so much more to what we do. Specifically this year, huge focus on Omega, right? So the Omega level, which I'm sure we will get into in detail in upcoming episodes, has just been on fire. Uh, and if you're not a part of it, I hope you are experiencing a little bit of FOMO. Hopefully it's annoying you just a little bit how much we talk about it because I want you to want this. I want you to want this. Anyway... In my interview, recapping that with Booyah real quick, I did pick the Patriots minus two and a half, the Eagles minus five and a half, and the under 37 for the Patriots Jets, for whatever it's worth. And I'm going to take my picks against your picks, and we'll go back and I'll double check what, what Booyah selected. What did he have here? I'll check my papers real quick. Looks like Rams, Steelers, and then the Houston Jacksonville under. All right. You know, and we'll see how he does. And next week's guest will will pick against me as well. And we'll tally these up. You know what? And maybe maybe we'll give out some prizes. I think we will. Um, next thing on the list, Eliminator Challenge. Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't talk about this thing basically all year. I didn't even put it on the dashboard on the homepage. You guys had to actually sniff this out, go and find it, and submit your week one picks. And we actually had, I don't know, I think it was like 16 without me saying a goddamn thing. 16 of you, I think, filled out for week one. You funneled through to week two. Some of you snuck through because the code was a little bad. I admit, hand up. I did that. Fixed it, though. And now we are down to, let me see here, seven teams. Seven teams into week three. Can't wait. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, Hopefully, I don't remember who is in it still, but hopefully some of the new people are still in in the Eliminator Challenge. Very basic game. 
but it is nice to get those extra coins in your pocket and your schmeckle sack uh, in the middle of the season. The next thing I got on my list here, Shreddy Four Fingers. Shreddy Four Fingers. Wow. Not really, you know, uh, all that much to write home about just yet for the farm level stuff. But my guy's killing the better ball league. We haven't talked about this either. We have so much to talk about over the next couple of episodes. But we have a best ball league now. And we're so cool that we call it better ball. And I feel like that's just a better name. So better ball, pretty fun. You know, you don't really have to do anything. But it is kind of nice to just get updates and feel like, hey, I... I felt like I set my line up there. I didn't fuck that week up because I didn't pay attention. I just didn't pay attention and it did it for me. That's actually nice. Um, the next thing here I've got, we're already a little bit more about the Omega League because it's just, it's happening now. I haven't been able to explain what we're doing on the podcast yet. First episode, give me some time. But already in week three, we are going to have two teams on a bye, right? So this is like the point of the choose your own adventure style scheduling in the Omega level is for the possibility of someone to take the strategic route of deciding to not play anyone for a whole week. That's crazy. Yes and no. But if you wanted to attack someone, you were going to have to take a penalty. So you could take a loss and then you'd have to be from that location. We're going to get into this later. The big thing I wanted to announce was that Tally, he's coaching higher veil and danger crazy DC who is coaching Nexalia, they've decided to not select an attack. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to chill at home for the week. They will gain points. Everyone that's on a buy still continues to increase their total points scored for the year, so they should still set their lineups. But they're going to be on buy. That's crazy. It's week three. They're in a buy week already in fantasy football. What the fuck is that about? The last thing. Okay, actually, before I get to the last thing, Hashtag battle world. We just added this to Slack today. And I think a lot of you guys probably are happy that we're going to move some of that conversation out of general. If you are interested in discussing Omega at a, how do I say this? An obsessively scary level. Like if you want to talk about the Omega level, uh, like you are a complete psycho about it, join us in the battle world channel in our slack channel slack account how do you even refer is it a slack account and then it has channels or is it a slack channel that has channels i don't know let me know blitz join us in hashtag battle world if you want to talk about that because we're already coming up with things that we want to do to omega next year even though i'm sitting here oh and two and omega two and two in the farm and i have almost no schmeckles left so i don't know how i'm going to get there but you know a guy can dream and we can still talk about what it's going to be like next year when the Omega level circles back for its second year. That's going to be pretty exciting. So join us in hashtag battle world, the channel in our Slack group. It is already full of these crazy power up ideas and player cards and city cards and it's nuts. Join us there if you want to start crafting literally a brand new way to play fantasy football. It's awesome. Okay, final thing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> 67 dollars 67 dollars was spent on jerome ford by my man coheed 67 dollars that's insane man he literally just went up there on tuesday night and was like splash i i actually went after 
Jerome Ford. I had to pull up the paper to look at his name. I've already forgotten this guy's name. Jerome Ford got a bid from myself. I had $100 to spend, and I put 33 up. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get this guy for 33 and everyone's going to laugh at me. What happened? 67. I would like anyone out there because CBS is, you know, as much as we love CBS, get come the fuck on. I, I would love to be able to see what the losing bids were. I would love to hear from anyone that's that bid more than 33 and less than 67 because I don't think there were anyone more than 33 less than 67 because I feel like he overspent by at least 30 bucks. No? No. Let me know. So the the next thing I'd like to add to this. So he spent $67. Let's just say that that was a great idea. Who knows, right? But then the next day, the next day, they signed Kareem Hunt. To the squad. Now, obviously, they were down at back. They're going to have to sign somebody. That's a pretty good signing. So immediate bad luck for Coheeds. They sign someone else that's going to potentially take away some of the, the, the carry share away from Jerome Ford. So I, I want to throw this out there. It's interesting, these, the bad luck that happened. I feel like he overspent on Jerome Ford, and then they immediately, another shot of bad luck with Kareem Hunt. Look, just keep an eye, I want everyone to just keep an eye on Tank Bigsby, Jacksonville running back. Keep an eye on Tank Bigsby, because he dropped Tank Bigsby for Jerome Ford. I think that might get lost in the shuffle. If Tank Bigsby goes out there this weekend and has two touchdowns, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. Coheeds is going to freak out. So everyone, eyes on Tank Bigsby. I should put a prop in the in the sports book for Tank Bigsby because that would just be salt in the wound. And what what is it if, if we're not rooting for chaos, right? Shouldn't that be what we're rooting for? Anyways, the last thing I wanted to mention one more time, I didn't get to play any voicemails. We didn't get, all we got to hear was Booyah. We got to hear Booyah. Leave a voicemail. Call me. 407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. It was a great show this week. I, I I enjoyed it fully. But it is that time where we got to go. And I just want to like, you know, I grew up coming home after school and watching Jerry Springer. Not sure if you guys watched Jerry Springer when you came home from middle school, but I did. Loved it. At the end of Jerry Springer, he always had a parting thought, right? And I'd like to have a parting thought at the end of every episode. And the first episode, I'd really like to just keep it super simple. You know what I mean? And my parting thought this week is, I love you. Yeah, I do. You downloaded this episode and you've made it this far. It's been like a, an hour of content, of nonsense, of me rambling. So I just wanted to say I love you guys. What the hell? We have the most crazy league in the world where I'm actually dedicating way too much of my time to some nonsense shit. And you know what? I actually appreciate that because this has become an incredible hobby that's very satisfying. I love you. I love you.